Welcome back to uh, the old Doctor Who show presents The Sandman. We are back. Uh, Who's we? Week. Me and Dan. Dan is back too. Hey, Eric. How you doing? How buddy? are you, Dan? I'm doing great. Yeah, uh, it is I... hard to manage multiple podcasts, but you're not here for complaints. No, you're here for free uh, we have content. a separate. We have a separate podcast for complaints. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, what are we supposed to talk about? I don't, I don't know. Talk about Lord lot. of the Rings last time. We did talk about Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, that's been that's been pretty good. There's a, a bunch of interesting things coming on the television. I don't know if you're a fan yeah. of Anne Rice, yeah. but an adaptation of her book slash the interview is, with a vampire is or now becoming of yep. the vampire or the isn't vampires. there? A, what's is, the name of that book? The interview with the vampire is now becoming a series. Uh, right, should be interesting. The, the, wasn't that part of the um, that uh, what's the thing called the Mandela effect, where the title of that was remembered differently? Oh yes, that's exactly what that's called. Good call. Yes, but it is the interview with the vampire, isn't it? His interview with the vampire. Right. And what did the... people think it was? Doesn't matter. Wish I had that. A vampire, maybe. <laughs> a and a vampire who interviews Inter people. Interview with the vamp. Anyway, it's did not read vampires. Them. Com. Um, Never yeah, read so any of the books. Good. Oh, uh, I saw the movie. I think as when whenever I that mean. came out with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and uh, young uh, Kirsten Dunst. Kristen Wiig. <laughs> yeah, Kristen Wiig as the vampire. As Kirsten Dunst. Uh, no, that was that was uh, anyway. So that's that's an interesting one that's coming up. Uh, that's kind of in the in the genre of things we're talking about here. Um, the campaign continues to see if we can get uh, a season. Speaking two of vampires, which be yes. Nice speaking of vampires, Nosferatu. Oh, uh, the uh, Eggers film. Yeah. Uh, for people that are familiar with his work, you've got The Witch, Great Lighthouse, loved it. Yep. Northman. Also a fan. Uh, Lighthouse is probably my favorite uh, of his films. He had been trying to do Nosferatu for a very long time. It seemed like the project was dead, and now it's back. So it's undead. It's undead. Good one, Dan. Thank with you. I'm uh, sure the first with a fellow with another Skarsgård. So you have the uh, one Skarsgård from Stella True Blood. In this one? No, I the the I can't think of his name. Uh, the guy from True Blood, yeah, and yeah, also yeah, yeah. Uh, there are men in the trees, and uh, the Northmen. We're really good at preparing for this uh, <laughs> conversation, but yes, I know who you're talking As about. As I get older, I can't remember any of the Scars no. Guards. <laughs> that, right? That's the only like, thing. That's that the is first one of the first signs of aging, is you can't tell the Scars Guards apart. <laughs> now, when you get much older and you're gay, you can't tell the Chris's apart. Uh, Hemsworth, your Pratt's, your... Whatever. That's that's the yes. real problem. That's so no, Alexander Skarsgård. Yes. Right. The Northman. most handsome Skarsgård. One a very handsome fella. They're all handsome. Let's be honest. His brother sure. Bill Skarsgård, who was in uh, Pennywise and It. Yeah. Uh, was in that movie Barbarian. I mentioned seeing, which he is amazing in that movie. I have mixed feelings about that movie. I didn't love that movie. Um, but I did not love it. The parts I liked, I really liked. Anyway, sure. he was great in it. He's also going to be playing the crow, uh, which I also have mixed feelings. Oh, I love the crow, and I don't about that. think I forgot that really, was going to happen. I don't oh. think you need to redo it. I don't think so either. Whatever. Fine. Um, if it gets maybe. more people reading the comic, great. Uh, but he is going to be playing the uh, Nosferatu. 
and Lily Rose Depp is going to be playing the object of his affection. Uh, for fans of the original film uh, that uh, that watched in film class like I did mm-hmm. in high school will be pleasantly surprised. They also okay. made a movie about the making of that movie in which Willem Dafoe played uh, the um, vampire. Oh. Did you know that, Dan? Yeah, wait, Willem wait, Dafoe wait. is also in The Lighthouse, directed by Eggers. We've gone all the way around. Was that one uh, like a fake, where we started. a fake behind the scenes sort of thing where he was actually a vampire making a movie? Yes. About, okay. Yes. Yeah, I it was seen in it, the, the 90s. I can't I remember the name of it, but I think I enjoyed it. Right, right. The, the premise don't alone, remember with Willem Dafoe in that role, like, I'm sold. I, I, I don't even need to see yes. it. It's playing in my brain right now, and I'm, I'm loving it. So that's fine. Yes. A- anything with him is great. So yep. we've given you your Hollywood update. <laughs> Hollywood minute. Well, no. So the last hey, part guys, of Hollywood Pop update, culture. Uh, uh, so, so. Oh, fun. speaking of not, pop culture, hey, hey. the little girl, the little girl who lives down the lane, fantastic movie. I had no, I, I had heard of it. Do you have you familiar with it, no. Dan? No. Okay. Uh, it is based on a book which was originally going to be a play. It became a book. It's from the seventies. Came out the same year as Taxi Driver did. Jodie Foster, uh-huh. Martin uh, Sheen is in it. Amazing movie. Really weird, unsettling, not what you'd expect. Um, Very good. I highly recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, You can watch it right now. There's your... your, uh, Every every time I should give you a spooky-type movie for October. uh, Because I'm such a Halloween fan. Spooky season. Spooky season. Uh, So that's what we'll give you, or I will give you, for this go. The little girl who lived down the lane. Fantastic, fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, so... Dan, throw something out. Give no, us a recommendation I'm for October. I'm not giving you any damn recommendations. For Shocktober. What I want you to do is uh, <laughs> make sure that all of your friends are watching The Sandman. Uh, okay. <laughs> there is no guarantee we're going to get any more seasons, uh, but they've set so much up for fans of the comic. Uh, you can see all the uh, things sure. they're setting up for future stories. I would like to see those realized. Um it's all right, still, so help Dan out top. by watching The Sandman. And Leave it on others, repeat. Let yes. it go all day. Let it go forever. Burn it into your screen, into your brains. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's looking it's looking promising. Uh, got a nice write-up uh, recently, a recommendation in The Times again. Um, uh, uh, the Washington Times, not the New York Times. No, in the New York Times. And uh, yeah, it's still near the top you know, 10, but there's no guarantees in this world, so... Uh, Netflix is cutting back on a lot of uh, high-cost stuff, so let's sure. make it worth their while. See how it goes. Anyway, so, so you have that. your marching orders. That's it. Uh, and speaking of marching, people. let's march over to the Raven and punch the Raven. <laughs> and we'll get right into we'll get right into it. Uh, Dan, this. you did last week's. I will do this week's, and so it goes. This game of ours. Sound of Her Wings. This is episode number six, sex, six, sex, sick. Uh, that's a free punk band name. You can do, you can I be like six, sex, sick. Yeah. Uh, this is episode six, written by Lauren Bellow and directed by Marley Almas. I hope that name is correct because sometimes the autocorrect changes things. And that's what I was typing. Uh, this is, uh, what is this about, Dan? Well, this is uh, a despondent dream accompanies his older sister, Death, as she makes her way through New York City, shepherding along the souls of the dead. 
She encourages Dream to stop feeling sorry for himself and to seek out an old friend, Hob. Uh, Hob is a human who centuries ago boasted that he could live forever if he refused to die, and then he became somewhat of a, a bet between Dream and death that he'd eventually succumb and beg for death. While it appears that Dream has lost the bet, he's gained a friend. Uh, and this also covers two comics. Uh, this is Sound of Her Wings, Sandman number 8, and Men of Good Fortune, Sandman number 13. Daniel, now that you've seen Sound of Her Wings... Now that I've seen it? How, now that you've seen... I, I've re I've re uh, seen it. Uh, what do you think? Um, I've been waiting for you uh, for this for this conversation. Um, oh my gosh! I what I what I I've I, been waiting all, for you. First of all, I love all? this okay. episode. Oh. I love that it was yes. uh, two two of the stories connected together into mm -hmm. one. Um, this is the only time we actually get to see uh, see death at all. Uh, yeah, first time. Kirby Kirby Howell Baptiste. Am I remembering her name correctly? Sure. Yep. I don't uh, know. Uh, just, just absolutely phenomenal um, in this story. What I really liked about this uh, is if we were to consider it next to what we just finished. So, mm -hmm. you know, we just saw uh, the twenty-four-seven. Yes, but we saw the, the last one we of that entire of that entire storyline with the events of twenty-four-seven um, and how grisly and dark and twisted it was. You uh, have probably heard to our previous uh, recording about uh, our, our thoughts on that that story. Um, so we get a completely different, a shift in tone, um, both in terms of the story itself uh -huh. and in Dream's, um, uh, I don't know, his his affect. He becomes triumphant. He actually gets everything he wants at the end. He's more powerful he's than so he's been morose. in eons. He destroyed his, his, well, didn't destroy, he, he resolved the conflict and got all of the, he finished his quest, as he says at the beginning of this, um, but he's despondent because of it. Um, so it's great to see that kind of change in tone of the show, tone of the characters, and we get to see these additional characters that fans of the show have been waiting for. Um, so I love the actual the Sound of Her Wings story. Uh, the first half of that is, is so close to the actual, to the book itself, and then goes right into um, meeting Hobgalding and the Hob, Hobgadlin. Hobgoblin. When they met Hob the Hobgoblin, which was surprising because no one knew who the Hobgoblin was. <laughs> he was still and they kept telling you well, it was, is it Ned Stevens? Uh, no, it's not. He, he was or is wrong, it? He was in the wrong comic book Oh, universe. I'm sorry. I have problem. the wrong. I have my notes. I got my notes mixed up. Uh, actually, Ned Stevens is a gutter cleaner. That's a little... That was a little. Uh, I have no idea uh, what is happening right now. I, I will say I have a problem in that I've I've read this a number of times, and in my brain, that would be great if Ned Stevens was. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's like two people out there yelling. It's Ned Leeds, not Ned Stevens. It's Ned Leeds is the character. I said Ned Stevens. Ned Stevens will clean your gutters in the United States. At least a tri-state area for those going along on their map. I just, yep, top result for uh, gutter cleaning is Ned Stevens, uh, according to Google. So good job. They're going to use buddy. this thing like when they see the de degeneration of my brain, like they'll be like the, the doctors are like, hold on, let me just play the last seven years of the old Doctor Who show. This guy can't remember. Okay, go on, Dan. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with Ned Stevens, uh, you should call area code uh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> use coupon code uh, save this fella. 
Yeah. So, yep. so I, I will say this. I will, I will say it wrong the entire episode. Let's say it wrong. Hob Gadling. In my head, yeah, just I call him it, Hob. I read it as Hob Galding, and it will always be Hob Galding in my head. Just Hob Gadling. We get to meet him. See that over the years, the whole thing happens. Anyway, I love the story. I love the episode combining them. The performances sure. were great. I have nothing more to say. Eric, what do you think about it? Uh, well, Dan, I since they are two stories, uh, I have a, uh, some mixed feelings. Okay. I don't know if I loved it as much as maybe you loved it. I Sticking with it. the sound of her wings portion of it. Yes. I thought that was great. I loved it. Good. I thought uh, the actress was a wonderful death. Do you know her, I the loved... actress? Have you seen her before? I don't know her. Oh, no. okay. I mean, um, it, that, not that I... That jumps... I know her from... Uh, what's she from something I would know? Uh, 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 what's it called? The uh, the Good Place, which... Yeah, if I don't you know did, It is one of my favorite sitcoms ever, 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 ever. Um, she's okay. in the later half of that, and she's that's the first time I ever saw her, and I've seen her in several things since. She's just wonderful. Wonderful casting. Loved her. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. Uh, yeah. So most most of my issues with this are in terms of tone okay. and structure of how the two things are. Really? I didn't... I, I don't know. Sound of Her Wings is a complete thought with a clear beginning and a clear end and a through line, and it's wonderful. Yeah. And having it then immediately jump to the Hob story was without, like, even if they had just added, like, title cards, I think I would have been happier. Mm, like, okay. if it said, like, part one on black. Yes. And then you get that story in part two. Like, having the two of them together, I felt like the second, the Hob story was weaker and took a, a little bit away of from the death story. That's, like, a, a minor you, gripe. Though. It's, like, whether or not... Should they have in? Because up until now we've been doing two stories and they've been intercutting them. Like right. when you think about passengers and um, uh, the hell one. Yep. A hope in hell, right? The way that they they cut back and forth and it felt more like a cohesive. This is a story with a with a first you know act yes, or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, absolutely. And this was like a little bit of like uh, you get a little whiplash. I feel like when all of a sudden you go and and it's it's an adjustment to dreams clothing. As well, so some of some of the people I was watching with were giggling a bit with that whole his whole. Get I, up. <laughs> but, but it's fine. Just, like for one second, just they're almost perfect recreations from the. the oh, comic, totally! Which I love. Like yeah, I, I thought it was other people and, being and, like, and, "What's going on?" But for me, yes. it was like that is exactly how it was drawn, and I loved it. Yeah, sound yeah. of her wings again. All this stuff, I'm coming with baggage, so my friends. Baggage. Yep. So, Sound of Her Wings is is almost a perfect story yes, comic. I think so. And when you go through Sandman and you love Sandman and it feels like a great comic and it's fun and it's exciting and it does all these things and surprises you, it's still like this tier, this top level of comic. You can't see at home, but I've got my hand up. It's way up high. And when you get to Sound of Her Wings, it like pivots and Sandman shoots through the ceiling and it becomes this wonderful piece of it art. Expands. It expands. It expands in a way. It's surprising. Yep. It's like, oh, this is different. This is going to be different. For so sure. I have, I love that story and I love all everything about it. And I feel like it needed to play out and breathe. And if anything, if I'm 
being a nitpicking jerk, I would yes. say, oh, it would have been great to take Sound of Her Wings and intercut it with Tail in the Sand, which explains Dream's relationship with Nada. We didn't yeah, get that at all. I'm assuming nice. either that comes Shoot. later this season or it's saved. And maybe that is, is going to be a full episode because that's such a, 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 an important part. It's fine. It, like I, To try to think about how you would intercut this thing with Hob, it probably wouldn't work. And, and I'm sure that the decision they made was the best they, decision they could. So I didn't love that part of it. So I'm just going to talk about but I do the hear you. sound that, of her wings first. That, that juxtaposition of the two, when we kind of wrap the first half and, and Dream decides to go find Hob and he goes to the to the inn that is now uh, abandoned. Like just everything about it changed tone. The color palette changed. The pacing changed. Everything yeah. just so drastically changed that I hear you that just a slight a moment, just a, a breath to reset would have been better because it was too jarring. Maybe that yeah. was the intent and, and, and I just Maybe. didn't work for it. I think if it had like, been like part I one, did. Sound of Her Wings, yes. part two, whatever would have been it. Let's talk about part one then. The part that yeah, you like Yeah, so better. just sticking with part one. It's basically the comic. It I mean, really I, is. It had been, you know, I I read this. I read through all of Sandman not that long ago, so it's still sort of fresh in my mind. Although although fans of the show know that I forget things quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was pretty much all of the beats that yep. I remember, uh, and it worked well. And I think all of the characterizations were spot on. I think she's she was a pretty good death i mean i was completely happy with her performance and i liked dream in it so all of that stuff i thought worked the moments like with the baby is just as heartbreaking it's as when gutting. You, you, just you read gutting. the book they cut some stuff right wasn't they there a comedian a the around yeah there's no comedian the comedian is not in the show the old woman who falls on the who stairs literally dies. dies on stage maybe yes. that was too much of a uh an on-the-nose joke but i always like that yeah um, no, it was a good one uh, yeah, a couple deaths are different, but they're generally the same. Uh, it was guy, good. Did we get? We didn't get a instead of a, a homeless woman who overdoses. Yes, a guy we get an overdose. We don't get stairs. a suicide, right? Yeah, no, there's no suicide. Which Nothing we do I, in the comic. Yeah, it's fine. Like all it's, those kind of those beats things are important yeah. and done so totally. well. Um, and it, dream learning about humanity and praying. He and says he remembers that they right. They're they're here to serve humanity, not the other way around. They need each other as much, um, but in both directions. Um, what did you think? So, to me, not only is, is the characterization of Morpheus so iconic to the entire series, though he goes through different looks throughout the the entire arc of the of the story. Yep. That image is kind of indelible. I think similarly is death. Um, so to choose to cast without looking for someone who looks exactly like the comic. Uh, what did you think of that? Did that? have an effect on you did no i mean, I mean I don't the think the about death it. of the comic book is iconic iconic and that like defined quote unquote goth yes uh woman or goth girl from the night like that was well, like it either defined it, it that was or like was the epitome of it i don't know if it influenced or was influenced by but yes it was of that yes, moment yes i mean at that point you know there were people that dress like that in my high school very few because the area i live in sucks um but that like that it will always be yeah death for me and yeah. that's nothing against um the actress no when they changed you know but i mean they copy they she still she has still the like onk 
she doesn't and have the, still the wears eye the same makeup. thing. Yes, you don't have the eye makeup. Clearly, it's a, uh, a black person. woman and not a, a paste, pasty, pale, absolutely uh, white, white girl. But I don't think it. For me, it didn't matter. Good. Yeah. Like yeah. I was just checking I to wasn't make sure like you're you can't change that. No, no, I'm not. not no. And but <laughs> but to a greater point with all of that stuff, I like to think of comics or uh, literature or plays or whatever as sort of like uh what's the word i'm looking for not that they're archetypes but like like yeah. you can take uh, a Mac play of macbeth which i talked about how much i like it and put whoever in it like there was a john totoro movie that was all italian mobsters and it was the story of macbeth mm -hmm. i don't think it matters what race they are or what gender they are like i'm all for swapping all of the genders or swapping everything if it yeah. just is another way of of expressing a story making a story as as more keep... impactful for the moment to yeah, tell a different part of the story to expose different views on it absolutely yeah. totally so i don't i don't that that part has never bothered me yeah um, I can't think of any characters where I'm like, oh, you can't really do that. Maybe Cain and Abel, uh, yeah. because they're that's like the brother, like well, brothers, and that is so like ingrained in the story. It is the story, sure. That but it I would mean, be also, like, you know, if they had cross cast Morpheus as a as another gender or a, another yeah, it wouldn't race, matter. I wouldn't, have a, I wouldn't have had a problem. I don't right. Think For me, that's problem. the same way with like Doctor Who but or. Even James Bond. I mean, I know people are like, James Bond has to be a man because he has to sleep with women. It's like, I don't really. I think you could be a woman sleeping with men or women. or like To me, I don't care about that. I actually yeah, yeah. think that enhances the work when it can go from... When it informs the story and makes yeah, it... Yeah, when it becomes bigger than itself. Like, yeah. you know, Shakespeare. Like, you can do shakespeare productions in any number with any number of casts or whatever i don't care about or that so that that part never bothered me yeah. if she was terrible it would bother me right 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 but no, she it definitely I thought she feels was great. like it was always finding the right person regardless of anything else find the right yeah person. and the ca the character core is the same like her relationship with dream was to me read the same as you know she's like yells at him like you are like sitting here moping like I will say that, yes, for the most part, I would say she's actually a little bit softer and has more humanity in the TV in the version, show? in the show, than in the book. At this why, point. Why do you say that? I, maybe, curious, not that I disagree with no, you. No, no, maybe it's because of the actress and my, the affinity that I have for her. Maybe it's some of the, the fact that it is filmed content and there's more nuance. When you're reading a comic, it is the words on the page and is still moment in time as opposed to a fluid succession of moments and facial reactions and it it just felt warmer to me um so something something about it just read even more yeah. kind so when she has the she's not as she's, manic pixie girly which, either yes, but yes, in the show which i actually liked you absolutely. know in the comics she's like peachy keen and like yes. saying like those kind of things and I, there was less of that Which and i'm happy for it i get as a as a device of making of, of what they're saying death is a gift it is a natural part of living it is the next thing um she should not be frightening she's not the grim reaper with a sickle so to give her those peachy keen and whatever moments is one way of going about it i think in the in the uh show it's taken a different direction that she's just warmer when she's with the people yeah. and that friendly face before they die you know who i am and they have that moment of recognition oh 
I'm yeah, the, it, the, the, it actually literally this episode, this first half. Oh, it's so chokes it, me up so many times. The um, talking about the deaths. I mean, maybe we can jump around a little bit. But. Well, just sticking with death ahead, though, yeah, like yeah. that was that was like revolu- revolutionary or subversive or whoever you want sure. to talk about it. Treating death in the way that Neil Gaiman and Mike Drigenberg did. Mm-hmm. I, I had yeah. never seen death yeah. portrayed as anything other than you know uh, the sickle and the the hood or like an evil thing or some kind of dark creature like um, right. you know christmas carol or that version of death was pretty much all you saw yeah you know i'm trying to think of like that uh bergman movie where you're playing chess right, but even right, that right. is yes. like a and to have this because you know that was like whoa okay that's that's actually flipping that trope on its head which, which was is- which was Great, awesome, amazing. Like, I don't, you know, but especially if you think about the timing, like late '80s, early '90s, where things just got grittier and grittier, and you would think like yeah. it could have gone in a much even darker direction. Like, it still could have been a woman, but it could have been this thing to be. It, totally. Just, so that's why I think the peachy keen part of it was that. great in the, yep. and we don't, and, and you lose some of that. I don't think you ever get that back because so many things that were influenced by this, by the comic, and yep. just pop culture in general, that it's not as. You know, wow! That this this, this is, is when death, that happened. You know? yeah. I think you still get a little bit of that, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm trying to remember at what point you realize she's death in the show. Yeah, it's the same. They don't say it right away, right? Like she's just a woman who sits down next to be- death, who is or sorry, yes. sits down next to dream until she does her dance. job for the first time. You don't really know, right? Right, right. She doesn't yeah. even call him brother until late. Well, no, she does. She calls him. She brother does in right the before beginning. They leave, but she doesn't say who she is. Um, right. I do also like, you know, one of the things that I can't wait for that they're setting up. This is the first that we're really learning more about some of the siblings in the family. Um, so they talk about um, the prodigal. So they mention the prodigal, but don't explain yes. anything about no. destruction. They don't mention delirium, delight at all. Um, they do. She does make ref- doesn't make reference to destiny. Really, only talks about the twins. No, um, there was one reference to destiny. Not in this one, though. In one of them. Was it at this one? I, maybe I'm getting mixed up with the other ones, but doesn't she say something like "Ask Destiny"? You, you. Yeah, I don't think just, that happens yet. But re- regardless, but what I want, what I want the more she the calls point. him out in this one though about not asking your brothers and sisters for help, right? Yes, yes. yes. So I love that this is what they're setting up, and these are these are the moments that I can't wait to see later, like Seasons of Mist and every, everything else that comes. Like I, I'm just I, I I want to see more of the family. Will we actually get to see destruction and everything else? It, just wonderful. Anyway, so I, I, I thought it was cool. Those moments. Yep. And I it, I liked how they handled the quote unquote sound of her wings. Oh, like when he comes beautiful. out of the room and then you hear you hear it. Uh, and you see the shadow. You see the like shadows in the wall. Kind of thing. Just that was super cool. Beautiful. I like that a lot. Um. So the the first death that she takes uh, dream to see. Um, is the old Jewish man who's playing yep. uh, the, a fragment of an unfinished Schubert song, Stri- almost almost identical to mm-hmm. the comics, different settings slightly, but like still the same beats are the same. When he does the schma, like <laughs> I literally, I'm actually like my eyes water. I get choked up. I absolutely get choked. It's up beautiful. It. Yeah, it's no, you're not you're not wrong in feeling that way. And, and I've seen it a number of times. I've read it several times. Like, but I don't something about. I mean. 
I'm not I'm not super Jewish or anything. I'm I'm just like I'm barely Jewish. But for that for some reason that really <laughs> stuck me. Even that more, sounds like this should be the name of your one man show. <laughs> Dan so, Johnson, barely Jewish. Barely Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean but that got on. me even more than the than the the infant. I mean when she says yeah that's all you get. I mean that is just yep. gutting. And that's a very famous. Line yeah, from the from the book. Absolutely, I mean, it's just it's just wonderful awesome. the whole way it's through. Great. I loved uh, it. They get I the agree moments with you when all of that dream. You know, they're walking together. She gets the apple from the the person, and they're just kind of bantering back and forth. And and he has a kind of smile, like the affection that he has for for death, um, is comes through in this, which I really love. Um, especially because we're going to see later uh, everything that's happening with uh, desire. So. You kind of get setting up these family to, to relationships. I just, just, just wonderful. Um, what else is going on in this? I think so. So that overall was great. I like the ending. You know um, that the it's the exact same thing as in the book that the soccer player gets hit by a car and yeah, all that stuff. It's just, just great. What I do like is that there is a small transition between that and the next story. So, Dream goes off to find Hob. Uh, Death says, you know, don't be a stranger. And he goes walking through the city and walks down an alley. There's a small moment that I absolutely love where Death uh, Dream is, is kind of ruminating on the conversation he just had with Death and how he's there to serve people. And there's he's walking through a busy alleyway and a man's coming out of like a bookstore or something. And Dream gives him a smile, like looks at him and gives him yeah. a smile as though to like try to connect with him. Like, hey, and the guy just completely recoils and goes back into the bookstore a little bit. And the the way that Death's uh, Dream's face is just like crestfallen. I just I don't know why, but I love that moment. It is literally like five seconds, but it works so well for me. And then we transition over into the next story. Yes, it was great. Of. And then we go way back in time, and we get to the tavern. Thirteen eighty nine. We get to go to see Hob. Uh, Hob is uh, so we go into it. We go into a uh, an inn, um, smoky, filled with people, and they're having these conversations about, you know, politics and the parliament, the end of the world is coming, and a guy tells a joke, you only hear the punchline, something about, like, are we having rabbits again, Friar? Uh, he puts his hand up for a skirt, are we having rabbits again? And that's all coming from the, the book as well. That's all, yeah. you know, they, almost direct translation of yeah. it. They had to make some changes in the from the comic, right? Because, and you pick up on this way back in episode one, because the timeline is wrong. Right. Right. So he he misses a meeting with Hob yeah. because he's captured, and I don't think it's that way in the book. Right? No, don't they I don't fight? Think so. in, they they fight, and then he leaves. You're not. You know that that they have that same moment, and then he doesn't. You know, in the show, he doesn't show up in like they show the '80s yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, whereas in the comic, he's you know he ends up showing up. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Fine. Uh, which yeah, is so that, that, that all makes that sense. That slight difference to, to make a track um, was really was really fun too. Which means Hob tried twice, you know, to go. That does change things a little bit. That he was stood up once. Well, stood up to the point that he decides to buy the bar, and just in case. Uh, yeah, it Marcus also kind. Yeah, it also maybe doesn't work in that. Okay, well, if they're really friends, Hob doesn't even occur to dream to visit until he sees death 
who who actually even when he says like about your experiment um or whatever your ongoing project or whatever it was yeah and he does he takes a moment of recognition oh oh yeah him like there's right. not this tight it yeah, loses a little, a little bit, bit i think because in the comic it works really well because the whole issue is focused on their relationship and yeah they fight and then bam he comes in at the end and but even that issue is sort of like a placeholder issue yeah it wasn't as important to me as tales of Tales of the Sand or Tales in the Sand. So I am just a little surprised that it wasn't that that married with this. And yeah. then have her talking about the reason why he's so depressed because he treated Nada like crap. Yeah, yeah. Especially because they Because we already Nada saw Nada. Right. They right. So we have all of that stuff planted. Then they introduce Hob. And Hob doesn't do much it's not all that for a while, right? Yeah, it's not all that important now. Yeah. It's At just all. that he has a friend. Right, right. Fine. Which, I mean, it still works. He also right? has a friend in that uh, woman that he's is is rotting in hell. Yeah. Anyway, that's fine. That he put in hell. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was an interesting choice. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, thoroughly. I still I still like it as well. To me, it's not as strong as the first Sound half. of Her Wings. Sure. And well, that one's but just so it was, poignant. It's such a poignant yes. story. Couple I, of things I I was questioning. Well, you, you can go on. No, no, no. well. I mean, just to, to set up there. So they, they meet every 100 years. The the It's kind of a a project to see, like, oh, after 100 years, he's going to be begging to die. Why did, would mm-hmm. why would any mortal want to live forever? Um, but, you know, every 100 years, even when the worst circumstances in the world have happened to him and he's starving, he's like, yeah, I want more. Let's keep going. Like, yeah, um, I really, really enjoyed that as well. Um, you get to see all the different... Um, and, and those are pretty much the same as the book. He's like, riding high and then he falls down low. He's like... Um, we can get. To, I wanted to talk more about talk a little bit more specifically about what happens with uh, Joanna Constantine. Um, but other than right. that, like I love these moments. They set up the whole thing with uh, Shakespeare and Christopher Marlowe sitting at the yes. table. Um, I love that. So I mean, that could set up a Midsummer Night's Dream. Could you imagine if they did that as one of the like little? I'm sure, like one of those extra ones would be one. It would be yeah. wonderful. I would love to see that brought to life on the screen because it's it's beautiful in the book. Just absolutely beautiful with Puck and anyway. So I, anyway, that was that was great. Um, tell me. So first of all, well, tell me what 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 about this? Was it just the the fact that these two stories were bookended together? That no, made yeah, this one weaker, or was the story itself not done? No, the, the story itself is fine, and it follows the book or the comic, yeah. even to the point where I'm like, are they gonna talk about how he's a slave? He's selling slaves. And they did. Like yep. they didn't shy away from that. They talk. That's you know right out of the book. Absolutely. It's interesting to see this story juxtaposed against uh, Sound of Her Wings, where Sound of Her Wings is sort of you go through it realizing we're not necessarily afraid when we're born. So why should we be afraid when we die? And birth and death are really the same thing in a way like you know she's with you when you're born she's with you when you die and then you get to this story it's like yeah but if we had our chance we would never die right like we'd want to live forever but you know so i guess it's it's sort of a celebration of life yeah um but it also devalues death in a way too but that's maybe me reading reading too much into it but except that she devaluing the concept of death but death is the one who's allowing this to happen to see yeah she's so, the devaluing the, the necessity yeah, of yeah, death yeah. No, I like get you. I get how you. you die and you 
we're only on here for a certain amount of time for a reason right. so that you could have if you have kids they have to be able to to grow on their own and part of that growth is you dying yeah uh how we mature in that way but that's like i think i'm i'm overdoing it uh i liked again i liked it i thought it was it was good it just doesn't it doesn't feel it's necessary as- yeah, that's a great right? way of putting it. That's a great, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. I, I like, this it. almost feels the way, like, this could have been, this story could have been just one of those ones, like the cat yeah. and the uh, the other one. What's the other one? that Calliope. But I guess you're right. So then let's talk about the Constantine connection. Yeah. So it's really for that that we have I this, guess that was right? why they decided to do it, sure. You know, and the fact that it's an interesting sort of story and it shows that Dream does have a heart, in a way, for friend friendship. Yeah. So, so the you know the, yeah, the what plot was the thing is I... that they're that uh, they keep meeting at the same place. So now this, this legend has grown that the every hundred years the devil and the wandering Jew meet at an inn and mm-hmm. whatever blah blah blah. So Joanna Constantine being um, someone a, a obviously a ancestor. Well, I guess I can't say obviously because obviously well in this in the book it's John Constantine and his ancestor Joanna who has comes back and has more yep. um, to do in our story to carry the whole arc forward. So this, we get to meet her. Having the choice to make it also Joanna Constantine, also played by a Jennifer By the Holden. same actress. That's what I wanted to ask it's you about, whether or not you think that's confusing. I think it's For non-readers. I think like, it's absolutely confusing, and I'm absolutely glad they didn't explain anything. Just let it yeah, be. Yeah, because it's like, we'll if, you, if you didn't know, growing up in a world of, Doctor Who, not to, you know, she literally was on Doctor Who. Sure. Like, how many people think that's the same person? Right. Like, an immortal person. We're dealing with Endless, and Hob, we just are watching and and live forever. And, yeah, so there are people that live forever. So, so yes, inten- and, and that's fine with me. Like, let it be intentionally confusing. Maybe they'll explain it. Maybe they won't. And she isn't that, right? And she is not. Well, as far as we know. As far as we know, she as as is know. the ancestor of her, not right. the same entity right as right. far as we know i'm yeah. assuming that's the case i i and that's the kind of i think that's the impression that they're leaving hope maybe it is that but we'll we'll find out but i like the ambiguity of it i like the questions that it raises um remind yeah. me because i didn't actually go i didn't rewatch this part uh, i didn't have the moment what was the point wait before you get to the other part you brought up how he buys the bar yeah what was the point of all of that right. i mean just to have things to do but like I don't know. They had to add that. That detail's not in the. No, book. no, no. I know one of the oldest bars in the UK just closed. Was it the same bar where they were meeting? I don't know. There's some tavern or something, and, and our UK listeners are either giving me a thumbs up because I've picked out a news story of interest, or I'm getting it wrong. But I feel like there was some tavern in the UK which was old like really really old and recently from covid or whatever that they've shuttered the thing i don't know if it was a statement on that it was just a weird detail to add and then he walks follows the sign to the new place yeah but because i think when we first see that like i mentioned that was the jarring part is like now we completely change the tone we see this boarded up building we don't know what it's about why is he there but you can see that it is distressing to morpheus that he can't meet his friends that he was planning to. So I think it's just yeah. for that moment of... So we cut back and forth. The only cutting we do is in time, current and jumping back the hundreds of years. Um, 
so it, I think it's just to set that up to show like how he actually really did want to see this guy and is able to find where he is. I don't know. I don't know why they decided to do that. It just it's sure, fine. Why not? It's all it, it, it was totally fine. I mean, so, it, and and aside from the structural things. You know, if we had a half-hour episode one week and then the next episode was a half-hour, I probably would be praising Sound of Her Wings and saying this was a cool story, but did we need it, you know, right, for, right. for the next one. Just, and also, like, if we don't get a second season, Tales of this or In the Sand is amazing. Yeah. Like, that's a beautiful story. Yeah. Um, and I would recommend if we don't get a second season, you all find that and read it it's kind of a self-contained thing but it's all about nada and dream and it's just really well drawn and it's kind of it's interesting so that's it the the one plot point just remind me um so joanna confronts uh morpheus yeah, confronts the two of them Hob. what what does what does uh morpheus do to her what does he make her see oh right and he, it freaks hob out it freaks hob out and what? It's, it, it, it it she's like remembering all the things she did wrong or something about regrets or something like that is that am i misremembering i can't recall exactly what happens there good thing uh we're yeah, good thing we, have, show where um, we don't have the details i just can't remember that was in the 1800s right yeah, yeah that this happened that he meets lady joanna yes i believe so uh and they talk about the task right so this is without spoiling it this scene takes place post orpheus no i thought it was before i always thought it was before i can't remember well because i didn't don't they talk about that i don't think there's recognition here there's no recognition maybe i'm mixing it up i don't i'm just trying to remember as well you folks just watched this in order to listen to this damn thing and we didn't so uh yeah i can't remember i honestly shout out shout shout out what happened it's fine Uh, we'll give you we'll give you a moment you can talk to each other okay so anyway Overall, fantastic. I'm glad they did these together. There, there's some online little like chatter about oh the they're setting up this like kind of homoerotic relationship or this this uh, more than friendship between Morpheus and Hob. I don't see it that way at all. I just oh yeah, so, pause so it just for a second. I just looked it up. Uh, so you are correct. Um, in the 1700s, okay, is when they see her. So Lady Joanna Constantine arrives, and she tries to drink with him. They say no, and then Dream confronts her, makes her face all of her old ghosts. Right. Right? And so that's what happened. And then in the 1800s, they bring her up, and Dream mentions she did this thing for me. Yeah. So between those two years is with the Orpheus, the Orpheus story. Thing. Okay. Correct? Okay. Fantastic. Sorry yeah. about that. No, no, no. That's great. I, I couldn't remember as well. I had to look it up. Fantastic. Thank you, Sandman.Fandom.com. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, anyway, the relationship between uh, Morpheus and Hob feels uh, platonic to me. It feels more well-grounded in this one. I think the main change in this in the story, in the show versus the book, is that it's really about the friendship. I don't think it's it's so clearly spelled out or so emphasized in the book that it's really it is a true friendship and that's why he's there oh i i disagree with that to me it it was much more the the, point in the in this in the show than it was in the book but okay well i would say in the book though like they they make a huge it's the same lines you know about like um 
what is the last line? Uh, it's what, so about, it's what yeah, I've do. always heard it was impolite to keep one's friends waiting, but there's so much emphasis on friendship. And his his meeting with them is like, you know, he, I think it's the same. I think the dialogue is the same. No, you're right. You're right. And, if, if you do come back in 100 years, it's because we're friends and for no other yes, reason. Yes, and he leaves and in, in a huff. Up, which is even harder in the show. He gets stood up. So like, oh, maybe we weren't really friends. Buys the place in, ho- in the hopes, I think, partially that. Yeah, Morpheus where I would say like if up. once he was stood up that one time, he may not have ever come back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're- and I guess if he did like, but Dream hadn't seen him, wouldn't he want to check in on him? Yeah. Because right. they're actually friends. Right. I mean, he did, to be fair, have a lot going on. I don't know. I just feel it's different when you have a fight with someone and you think about it and then you go, you're the one that goes to make yeah. it right versus yeah. you're kind of meet your sister and she mentions it and then you go, I don't know, not, sure, a, sure. not as strong. To me, I guess you're right. It, the, those lines are actually taken directly from the, the book as well. So to I guess, again... For me, it is the difference between seeing it on the page and then seeing it performed by... Yeah, and they did an admirable job. It's cool. And they even have, like, the the Jack the Ripper references, and they have that prostitute woman outside, and, like, all of that stuff is right out of the 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 comic. It's all very cool. It's such a good adaptation. Uh, But that's it. I don't think there's anything else really to cover there. I got nothing else. Uh, Next time... What are we doing next, Dan? We're going to be going into the... Other the back half the uh, the the story arc. Doll's we're, house. We're getting next, to the doll's house next. Get to see some of my favorite characters uh, mm-hmm. in all of uh, all of the Sandman. All of Doctor Who. I was going to say Doctor Who. It really <laughs> was that close. Uh, we see all of our favorite characters. We get to uh, and then we'll at the very end. Obviously, we'll talk about the. Yeah, we finally special. get to see what's going on with. Um, uh, why can't I think of the woman's name that was uh, asleep? Unity Kincaid. Unity Kincaid. That we yeah. were teased about Unity Kincaid. Get we ready to get We were teased about some. Rose Walker uh, we only te- slightly yeah, we, when we mentioned we, that in 24-7. Totally. We see her right on a video okay. chat. Yep, yep. So that's a little bit. Um, we get to see Gilbert. I don't know why. Still one of my favorite characters ever. We'll sure. talk about that next time. Anyway, so yeah, get ready for that. That'll be uh, next be week. Done. We'll talk about that. Uh, until then, check us out. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're probably already listening to our Doctor Who show. Mm-hmm. We got that coming up real soon That's as right. well. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. See us at uh, Twitter at TODW Show. See us on Twitter. Uh, you can check us out at the old Doctor Who Show.com. Yes, you can. Um, there won't be any gifts for these because no uh, copyright protections. Uh, boo. Um, boo. But yeah, cool. That's it. Love Eric, it. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. We'll talk to you all soon. See you, everyone. Bye. Peace.